hello, this is Notes from the Back Row, a podcast like no other, different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the mind. to another episode of notes from the back row the official podcast of back-row.com champions of unsung and underrated cinema this is an episode that we are calling cream of the crud it is a episode the another little corner of the feed for carlo and i where we will talk about movies that we've been watching news of notable blu-ray releases movies we've been screening recently and much more you can think of it as a potpourri of podcasting for the cinematically deranged. Uh, <laughs> why not? So, I like that. What's up, Carlo? Yeah, not much. Just, you know, sweating. <laughs> yeah, a little hot over there. Yeah, yeah. It's a little little warmish, I'd say. Good uh, good weather to hide inside and Always. <laughs> watch some movies. Always. I can't think of any weather when it's not nice to hide inside and watch yeah. movies. Cold outside? <laughs> Let's go inside. <laughs> but to, to be honest, like my movie intake sort of slows down during the summer. I don't know about mm. you, but that's just a trend I, I've noticed with myself. <laughs> I thought about that today because something happened and I went to look at what you had logged recently and I was like, I think maybe his movies have slowed down. <laughs> and then true. I was like, mine have two actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why that is. It's, I don't know. I do other stuff, I guess, for some reason. And then when I look at my stats on Letterboxd, like every year, there's sort of like a dip. And then, then it gets into September and you know what what's going down then. It's start of Halloween and you go into hyperdrive. So it's sort of like the, <laughs> uh, you know, um, hibernation, like quiet before the storm, <laughs> that kind of thing, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I say mine have slowed down, but I did partake in Justin DeClue's oh. 24 hour thing. And that, yeah. <laughs> that was like, yeah. you know, six movies in a day or something. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I only managed to watch one of those because uh, it's just like I, I could have probably watched more, but I had other stuff going on as well. I watched that anima animation uh, thing. What was it called? Empress of Darkness? Yes uh that was called empress yeah, yeah 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 that was pretty cool though um i like nova seed by the same director nick deliberto had been mm -hmm. on my radar for a while and then suddenly he's showing this one i hadn't ever heard of empress of darkness um uh, yeah that was cool that's really all it's insane that that's all one guy animating it and and i know I, I can imagine it took him four years to do that all by himself but even then that's such a feat that's incredible yeah that movie was wild i i do find with the 24-hour marathons when you're not i've, I've only put them on once mm -hmm. but when you're not putting them on it's very easy to get trapped in that like fomo state of mind because <laughs> i watched like the first three movies or or three or four and then i had went and did some other stuff for for like a few hours and missed two movies and i was like what are they gonna yeah, be yeah, though yeah. i should be watching them uh yeah you know? <laughs> i was definitely like checking not just justin but a few other other people who were um watching the stream as well watching their like letterbox feeds twitter feeds just to see what they were watching and i definitely added some stuff to my watch list as well to get back around to later uh <laughs> Um, well, you people listening might wonder why we're calling this cream of the crud <laughs> because uh, the crud comes from crud buddies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you haven't heard a Hoser Horror episode or any episode of the Notes from the Back Row podcast where Carlo and I have discussed the crud buddies, basically you can go to crudbuddies.club. It's a sort of cinematic community. We do movie screenings on the weekend. We have a Discord server where you can join and discuss movies amongst other things like video games and comics and lots of other mm -hmm. stuff. But so we just decided that it, this would be a good opportunity when we do these episodes to mention 
you know, things coming up on the horizon and also something we've screened recently. Um, I was before recording being like, what was the last thing that we watched? And I realized <laughs> it wasn't that memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 1991's Kill Line yeah. starring Bobby mm. Kim, who kind of looks like what's his name? Charles uh, Bronson. Charles Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was kind of like the most notable thing about the movie. <laughs> that, that's the only selling point. Like when I found that movie, a friend of mine, Brandon, who does his own screenings, uh, Black Belt Cinema via the Eyesore Cinema in Toronto. Um, he told me, oh, yeah, that uh, Korean Charles Bronson movie. I've heard of that. Like, <laughs> what? Korean Charles Bronson movie? And apparently it's super obscure. So uh, I found a copy. I grabbed it and I put it on our YouTube and and we watched it. And it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie, I yeah. guess. <laughs> It was not no. great, although mm. we did screen Broken Path 2008, which ended up being a part of the aforementioned Justin DeClue's uh, marathon. Yes. And if if you're listening to this and you like action movies, 2008's Broken Path is something you should watch because it's just basically one long, intense action choreographed kind of like insanity mm. movie. It's really uh, from from like a... A perspective of of fight choreography mm -hmm. it's like really entertaining mm, yeah i haven't gotten around to that yet like we, we screened it but i was doing a barbecue with, with my uh like like my sisters at that time so i couldn't watch it and when justin was doing the screening as well i couldn't watch it either uh but yeah that that's another one that's like completely under the radar there's like a blu-ray in germany but that's the cut version. There's a DVD floating around somewhere. Put that version on our YouTube so you can watch that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's from the same people who uh, did the action, like choreography, I'm sure, for Steve Wang on Drive. Yeah. Drive, Which yeah. is another incredible action movie. So if you've ever heard of that, uh, like the 1997 drive movie and know how amazing mm -hmm. it is so you, good you'll know what to expect yeah and and broken path is very it feels very like a, a bunch of people got together with with not much mm -hmm. money to make a movie because they wanted to showcase their abilities yeah. as you know action um like performers and so the movie itself is completely stripped back it's like a couple move into a house and then they get attacked and the rest of the movie is just fighting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, it's it's very entertaining. It Some people watched it and were like, now I, I sort of understand why movies can't be just one huge <laughs> long fight scene because it does wear you okay. down. But it is really, really cool. Mm. And you're right. Like there's only like a hundred and something on Letterboxd yeah. of mm -hmm. views. So. It's really cool. Yeah, it's very under the radar. <laughs> so check out our yeah. uh, Crowd Buddies YouTube channel where you can check it yep. out. And and again, go to crudbuddies.club. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, there's a link to our screening calendar where I collect uh, the Crud Buddies mm -hmm. screenings as well as the Time Bandit screenings that I do once a week. And so coming up in, in June, we're going to be watching stuff like Fist of the North Star, yep. Surf 2, mm. Prayer of the Roller Boys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And into July, stuff like, uh, what is Young Gary? Young Gary. <laughs> yeah. That looks so good. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a, a Korean-American kaiju movie with really not the best computer effects. But we screened... We, <laughs> what I'm doing lately, when I put together the, pl the playlist, I just... Uh, add in a bunch of trailers of movies I think that might be interesting or especially for like a group watch uh, or like movies I've had around for a really long time but I haven't gotten the chance to put them on yet I've not been in the right mood or whatever so I just bump in a bunch of trailers in the pre-show and then depending on pe how people react to that I'm like okay we might screen this we might do this and then uh, Prayer of the Roller Boys and Young Gary uh came in into our circulation <laughs> via trailer basically yeah. i i had a great reaction to young remember, gary trailer yeah. which was like can we just please watch <laughs> and this I'm like, yes we can absolutely yeah. it's on youtube already so <laughs> makes it much easier yeah. that looks mm. great so 
crudbuddies.club and join us. It'll be fun. Yep. Uh, all right. So let's get into some some notable news. I only pulled one thing for this week, which was a sad thing. But I did want to mention that uh, Clarence Williams third passed away. Grandson of jazz and blues composer Clarence Williams, you know, very known for the Mod Squad in the late 60s and early 70s, but, you know, became uh, even more known for stuff like being in Purple Rain, 52 Pickup. Mm -hmm. Um, And I and I just wanted to kind of bring up Tales from the Hood because what an iconic role. Right. Welcome like, to hell, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Like somehow iconic for a movie that is at the same time a little underrated mm, and overlooked. Yeah, for sure. You know, because sure. growing up, I remember looking at the Tales from the Hood box and, and seeing the poster in the rental store. You know, it's executive produced by Spike mm-hmm. Lee. Um, and it is easily one of oh, the yeah. best horror easily. anthologies. Yeah. It's, it's like, like top three, maybe even. I, I would yeah. say. Like, they're all great. Mm. <laughs> and the soundtrack is awesome. And, yeah, and Clarence is so good mm-hmm. in it. Even though he's, like, only in the uh, in the wraparound. Like, he's not in the in the, in the the tales themselves. But mm-hmm. he plays this, like, uh, character tying it all together, basically. But he makes such an impression. Um, but, but that's just what he did, you know? Like, he's just, like, one of those actors is yeah easily recognizable instantly iconic no matter what he did uh like clarence william the th- uh the third is just i don't know it's just someone you knew <laughs> like not not yeah as a starring like a lead actor in the in a movie but he's done so much here and there and he always made an impression so you know rip definitely rest in peace check out tales from the hood and if you haven't 52 pickup is a really mm-hmm. uh a really great uh it, it it's an elmore leonard adaptation but it's this thing that i really like where you get you get like exploitation vibes inside of like a mainstream mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah for sure bigger yeah. budget kind of thing i like i like that it's canon (laughs) films but directed by john frankenheimer like fairly late john frankenheimer i would say like late 80s it's not necessarily peak frankenheimer but it's (laughs) it's a project that came together like really well ultimately and exactly like the tone that you say uh the cast as well i mean like rory scheider and margaret clarence williams the third and john glover as well i mean jesus yeah that's some good shit <laughs> <laughs> so rest in peace in terms of other things uh, we we wanted to get into a little corner where you know if any physical media releases mm. you know catch our eyes that we can bring them up and i did want to mention a couple here so obviously vinegar syndrome has been doing a lot of amazing work and especially when they work with agfa and I noticed they released a blue or well, they released pre-orders for a Blu-ray called Treasure of the Ninja and the films of William Lee. And this was the first instant buy for me in a while. Yeah. Okay. Just just when when I see something that is is so clearly this niche, but at the same time important. Mm-hmm. So it it's basically a black filmmaker and martial artist William Lee who wrote, produced, and directed, and, and starred in a bunch of like short films as well as a, a feature film called Treasure of the Ninja throughout the 1980s, all shot on Super 8 in Ohio and New York. Mm-hmm. And so the, uh, the Blu-ray includes Treasure of the Ninja from 87. It includes the new Chinese connection in 1980, which was William Lee's homage to Bruce Lee. And then a bunch of other shorts as well, alongside obviously like some other things like um, a bonus movie, Dragon versus Ninja, and some other stuff, and and it just felt like this seems like the like essential, definitive collection of somebody I've never heard of. And yeah, yeah. In that regard, I feel like I was like, I just I have to buy this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you say, I've never heard of this myself, but it sounds so cool. And if I could just like, if I, it's it's probably not region free, and even I'm if not it, sure. <laughs> even if it is importing. Yeah, uh, even like vinegar, vinegar syndrome stuff. Like, I always say to myself, like, when I make it back to Toronto, I'll pick up some vinegar syndrome stuff over there. But like importing it, it's just it's a gamble for me, you know. 
uh, I, I did recently buy like a bunch of Rudy Ray Moore Blu-rays. Uh, one vinegar had their sale though, <laughs> uh, but that's only because there was a sale. It was like half off. I'm like, okay, I've been pining for these uh, Dolomite movies for a while now. But yeah, that that Aqua release of the what, what's it called again? The William it's Lee thing. Called, it's a Treasure of the Ninja yeah. and the films of William Lee. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds so cool. I I can't yeah. wait to check that out. Yeah, somehow <laughs> it is it is region free, so oh, maybe okay, cool. If it goes on sale, kind of thing. Okay, I'll have to. But yeah, keep my eye out for that. Now. I like they've they've put out you know releases, and I think there's been some other box sets of of people that are also on the fringe, but were names where I've like, okay, have I at least heard of that, and that's something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, but this was so just like not on my radar that i just had to buy it yeah 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 it's yeah. uh it kind of reminds me of that meme you posted on twitter i don't know if this oh, makes yeah. sense to mention on the podcast <laughs> but what was it like door one recommendations by friends door yeah. door two endless watch list and then the door you kick in enthusiastically is like some obscure the, shit you yeah. just found in a rabbit hole on letterbox <laughs> yeah exactly like i have a huge watch list i have people in discord being like this movie mm -hmm. is classic you gotta watch it and i'm like i find you know i watch a movie and then i click through a director to a producer to an actor to a director or something yeah, and yeah, then yeah. i find a movie that i can't watch right now and i'm like this is what i need to see <laughs> <laughs> exactly i know that's it's sort of what Crud Buddies is, isn't it? Like the things we screen as well. I try to go for really obscure and it backfires like three <laughs> out of five times easily, I would say. But yeah. I don't know. I, I just like the, the chase <laughs> of, of finding this hidden gem that no one knows about yet. Like I remember it was like years ago when I found Tammy in the T-Rex. Same thing. No one was talking about that movie. I'm like, holy shit, how does this exist? And now it's like uh like a like a cult classic almost even. yeah yeah a lot of people talking about that now so totally that, that's so cool uh yeah to find shit like that it, and i did want to mention another vinegar syndrome uh release with saturn's core um they, they do these cool like partner releases mm. they're doing a documentary called mail order murder the story of wave productions and Oh, yeah, Wave. I've heard about Wave. Yeah, I just wanted to bring this up because this is something I've heard about a lot, but is is it, it was funny just because I think somebody in our Discord said, you know, this would be an amazing uh, release if it also included some of Wave's movies. And, and my reaction oh. was kind of like, well, I, don't, I feel like this is more up my alley because I don't really feel like I'll ever care to watch Wave movies, but I'm interested the in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stories are often more interesting than the movies maybe yeah. like in, in these cases <laughs> so i mean i love a good documentary about just like a, a, a movie company like the more obscure the better uh, yeah so yeah that sounds good Did, when was the first time you ever heard a wave do you know no it's it's like yeah. i i barely know anything about it i just I, I feel like it's probably i saw people talking about it in the company companeros facebook yeah. group i feel like it might have been like caroline aka scumbelina mm -hmm. i feel like she had a post about it and people talking about it might be the first yeah. time I, i'd like consciously observe absorb the information of wave is a thing <laughs> yeah so if, if anyone's listening doesn't have any idea of what wave is um basically it, it, they started in the 80s their founder gary produced um you know like over 400 young gary, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> young gary now old gary <laughs> um yeah, has produced like over 400 shot on video movies. And the reason why they have been able to produce so many is they actually allow people to submit scripts and finance the movie. So mm. they're basically saying, if you have some kind of weird thing that you want to see in a movie, you know, um, <laughs> we'll do it. Just tell us what to do and we'll <laughs> do it if you if you finance it. Yeah. And so the documentary is just about, you know, how they've been doing this for 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of their movies, I guess, have very peculiar uh things in them because it's you know people on the fringe who are like i want to see this in a movie or whatever yeah it, it, yeah it sounds sort of in terms of obscurity and anything goes just will finance it on the level of emeritus kind of yeah does that make sense mm -hmm. hmm. totally okay <laughs> and and they seem very like like it like it it's not like so 
on the fringe that it's like obscene. It just seems mm-hmm. very like <laughs> like I want a movie where somebody steps on someone's face a lot or something. And it's like, I'm uh, sure that exists. <laughs> yeah. but I guess they'll make it yeah, if you okay. pay them to. Cool. Yeah. I mean, and so this documentary um, is, it's cool to see vinegar syndrome doing a documentary like that, mm-hmm. like main release documentary, you know, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, vinegar syndrome is just always putting out the coolest stuff i feel and it's not just the the their picks but the presentation as well and like the artwork and everything they all look just like crazy collector's items you know and and they don't make a whole lot uh like they don't print millions of them mm-hmm. like i don't they know go, yeah out of print yeah yeah <laughs> I, I saw a weird thing like i was looking up uh like vinegar put out a couple of weeks ago surf 2 which were screening oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Crowdbuddies uh, soonish, but I, I wasn't finding anything on the Vinegar Syndrome site, so I put in oh. like insert surf two. I'm like, what's up? Do they not have it anymore? Is it already out of they, print? They were doing a thing yeah. where yeah. they like pulled all their releases yeah. to only focus on their partner releases. Yeah, I saw that exactly. But I I just like Googled surf two vinegar, and then basically the link to that Blu-ray shows up in Google and I click it and it's like not found. I'm like, yeah, what's happening here? <laughs> but then I went to the main page and then I see there yeah. were like only 50 items listed. I'm like, no way, vinegar syndrome has way more. But then I see the <laughs> header where it's explained. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, okay. So it's a limited totally. thing to focus on their partners now. Yeah. Okay, okay. Which is cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Mm. Um, I was just confused. <laughs> <laughs> I did make some notes. Uh, there was some Severin announcements. I don't think there's any release dates for these, mm. but they're putting out some Jess Franco stuff, uh, a Fulci film, Warriors of the Year 2072. Mm. Um, I wanted to mention they're putting out Retribution by oh, yeah, Guy nice. Magar, which is a movie I love. It's a little too long, but <laughs> it's a really, really wild and crazy kind of neon horror movie with tons of like... It, like exciting direction and cool effects and stuff so i like that one quite a bit <laughs> yeah i've seen it i was into it less i i, I just kind of disliked the main character the pacing's maybe. not yeah I, I don't i remember thinking this is way too long <laughs> mm, but there's definitely yeah. some some visually really cool stuff on that one i remember so but yeah it's cool that the more obscure horror that gets released the better yeah. I, I said. and <laughs> I thought the reaction to this when I mentioned it to you. So Agfa is teaming up with Troma for theatrical distribution oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, their yeah. catalog, yeah. and and I and I <laughs> scrolled through the the list of movies that they are teaming up. Mm-hmm. So if you own you know a movie theater and things are opening back up and you want to book some of these, you really should. But I thought it was it was really cool. They have stuff like uh, the City Lights title from 1987, Dance or Die, oh, yeah, I saw that, which yeah. is really really uh i i like that movie and then they had some newer stuff like uh again justin DeClute screened the nobodies from 2017 oh, on yeah. his 24-hour marathon and people really have been reacting to that and i think they also have 1988's hollow gate oh yeah <laughs> really uh head spinning messed up movie is that the one where it says like nutcakes or yeah 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 there's a lot of hilarious stuff in it and then also a lot of uh offensive stuff in it. a crop buddy screening like yeah I, yeah I don't remember but you were like, like early what was the movie you were like where's this <laughs> where the fuck is blades <laughs> 1989's jaws ripoff with a lawnmower at a golf uh resorts blades <laughs> that's blades. a great movie where is it <laughs> yeah i i, I want to see that cleaned up like the only version that exists i have that on blu-ray uh, on, not on blu-ray of course not on blu-ray on dvd actually like i own it um but it, oh, amazing it, it's not, i still haven't seen it it's good it's like it's a jaws satire sort of but it takes itself really seriously but not in a bad way, you know? Like, sometimes the movie can take itself too seriously, but it's still... It knows it's a Jaws ripoff, but it's not winking at the camera. I don't know. I I, I really enjoy that movie. Uh, yeah. It's been a couple of years since I've seen it, but it's it's mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's, like, not... It, it's very, like, trauma-distributed movie. You can tell. There's a big difference between <laughs> the shit they distribute and the, and the shit they make. Um, totally. But, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Agfa and Troma really hashtag release the Thomas R. Rondonella <laughs> cut. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm uh, front seat and Sanders. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh, um, I don't know how many more physical releases you want to. That's all I have. Okay, cool. Because I have one that wasn't on your list. I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm, 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 this is a bit of a plug. So Justin the Clue, oh, yeah, yeah. Justin the Clue has goldninjavideo.com and he puts out a bunch of like public domain shit that uh, there's no rights or anyone who cares about those rights anymore out there. Mm-hmm. And he puts out these crazy cool obscure collections. And I believe by the time this episode is out, he will have the Jackie Exploitation set, which mm-hmm. is a 10 movie collection of Jackie Chan imitators and copycats that feature action movie legends like angela mao and sam hung and i did a commentary uh for dance of death which is the angela mao jackie chan choreograph movie jackie chan is not nice. in it but angela mao sort of plays a jackie chan type of comedic kung fu character in a like what do you call it gender swap kind of role mm. um which is part of the Jackie exploitation set. So there's still copies. If you want that, if you want to listen to the audio commentary where Justin and I go make a bunch of like deep Hong Kong cinema cuts. Yeah, check that out. GoldNinjaVideo.com. That's nice. that's my plug. <laughs> awesome. Do it. Go check them out. They got lots of cool releases. For sure. Uh, well, let's just uh, get into our, you know, cruddy recommendation corner. Cool. Do it. We can talk about whatever we want, any movie that we've been watching and anything that we feel like uh, recommending. Mm. I I did... What'd you got? Well, I did... <laughs> uh, like we said, there was that marathon and, and we briefly mentioned Empress of Darkness mm-hmm. from 2020, mm. directed by Nick D. Liberto. That movie was like... I, I loved it so much mm-hmm. and, and I do just want to kind of like put a pin in that and say if you like, you know, animation and you like fantasy... And you like sort of the the passion of filmmaking mm-hmm. and the idea that one person, you know, animated this by hand, scanned it into the computer by hand. Um, and and they were even saying in the chat that they, they can't export it in 1080p because <laughs> his computer won't handle it. Yeah, yeah I saw <laughs> And that. I was like, somebody send this guy a computer. Yeah, for real. You know? Yeah, someone paid this guy. But it's, it, you know, all the voices are done, like, by a couple people. Mm-hmm. Um recorded kind of poorly and some some people in the chat were kind of saying i wish the audio was recorded better but i thought it really added to this sort of small small man show like mm-hmm. one man show like this is just we 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 are putting this together you know with like spit and tape and and yeah. it, it it was charming <laughs> yeah yeah for sure you know what will maybe be even better like people complaining about the audio i'm like no leave the audio like it is leave everything like it is audio wise but the video make it worse. You know what I mean? <laughs> it it sort it sort of looks like um what like like pre HD, you know? But it needs to look even older. At least it needs yeah, to you look want the like VHS dub. Yeah, it needs to look like VHS and then leave the audio like it is, and that way it'll feel even more like this <laughs> this obscure treasure yeah. that you just dug up and you have no idea where it came from. Yeah. I I just thought it was so cool and I love the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was great. Yeah, it's cool. Um, like it's, I saw like a bunch of uh, comparisons from people calling it like "What if Adventure Time" but also heavy metal. Yeah, w- very much. Which so. makes sense. Which absolutely makes made sense to me. It's like a, it's a simplification of what it is, and you know, and and I never f- know how the person who created it feels about those kind of comparison comparisons because I get it. I can get sense of about that stuff as well. Like if you're not making the right references or anything but that's what it felt like and if that speaks to you um check it out it's cool it's it's wicked cool (laughs) totally um what was another what was something from from you or let's let's do some back and forth what what have you been watching uh well i i I said at the start that i have been watching less but that's still way more than the average person i feel Um, I've been watching like a bunch of uh, Judy Holiday movies, uh, oh, yeah, which are like yeah. a bunch of. Judy Holiday was an actress in the fifties who had a really short but powerful, like impactful career. Uh, she passed away at the age of uh, forty-four from uh, throat cancer, 
Yeah. So her last movie was like early 60s. Her first movie was late 40s. So there's like a span of 10 years where she did a bunch of comedies. She wants to, uh, she won like a bunch of awards uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, it's like the first movie I put on with her was one with Jack Lemmon. And just like instantly, I could tell like why she was so revered at the time as this just like very multi-talented comedic act actress uh, incredible screen presence just so funny and so capable of all kinds of different things within a movie and as an actress also felt just way ahead of her time um so those movies are like uh she has like eight i feel eight feature films i've seen six of them now i haven't rated a single one below four stars which is to me like okay i i i like her her movies are good but she makes the movies better so it's like yeah. this um yeah uh, i i love that the movie with jack lemon mm. is called yeah that that's one of them that's she did two with jack lemon but one of them is called <laughs> yeah which and i like that the 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 poster says don't say it see it <laughs> yeah that, that was that's the one I gave four stars and all the other ones so far I've given five stars, but okay. but they're all great. And she she's done two with Jack Lemmon. The first one is it should happen to you or it could happen to you. It should happen to you. Uh, yeah, that's uh, one of Jack Lemmon's first roles as well. But if you like, you know, old Hollywood comedies, 50s, 60s, these are some of the best, I feel like. I got to watch more. Yeah, you should definitely like watch one of her movies because she's so... I don't know, just the way she is, those movies instantly feel more, hmm, how, how should I put this? Less, less old in a way, you know, because she, her performances hold up so well. It's such a shame that her career wasn't like, here's an IMDb list of a hundred titles. It's just, it, that just kills me. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I say. It, it's, it's very like un Buddies like, but I, I will say I, I like old I like comedy in general like if it's mm -hmm. old comedy new comedy it doesn't matter uh, especially like 50s 60s stuff especially yeah and there's so much good stuff there in terms of comedy um, to me at least <laughs> mm -hmm. so well, that's uh, what makes crud buddies crud buddies you can throw in a uh, a 50s comedy mm, once in a while mm. and it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah it just it's nice to change things up as well like sometimes I'm in the mood for old movies sometimes I watch a lot of Hong Kong uh cinema kung fu movies uh i'll watch a shitty horror or kickboxing <laughs> movie every sunday with yeah. the crowd buddies and <laughs> you know <laughs> it's nice to like different things uh, yeah um, what else you speaking, got speaking of hong kong hmm. one of the movies that i also saw in the marathon was from beijing with love oh uh, yeah Stephen Chow. Chow. Yeah, yeah yeah i haven't seen that one yeah so that I was going to ask if you had seen it or not, because no, I know no. I saw that you had wa watch listed it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I, so I my experience with Stephen Chow is not um, not not super high. I've seen okay. stuff like Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin, Shaolin Soccer. Soccer yeah, like, most like when those came out, they were very like, <laughs> you got to see yeah, these movies. Everyone talking you know? about them. Yeah. But other than that, I'm pretty much completely blind spot. Like, okay. um I had come across the God of Cookery a lot, like, yeah, you know, when I was younger. But this was my first sort of experience outside of Kung Fu Hustle and mm -hmm. Shaolin Soccer. Um, and I, I, it was uh, from Beijing with Love. It's from 1994. It's like a spy spoof. And, uh, yeah, there's some really funny gags in this movie. It was just, uh, I mean, it was just a good time. That's Stephen, Stephen Chow. Uh, there's, there's like a certain type of comedy from Hong Kong, which is called, like, I believe, Mole Tao or something, which is just nonsensical comedy is what yeah. it means. And Stephen <laughs> Chow is like the poster child of nonsensical comedy. I've seen a couple of his movies and they're, even to me, they're sort of pretty hit and miss. Like there's some movies where I'm like, I, I don't really understand the appeal of Stephen Chow. Uh, but then I watch some bullshit like the $60 million man. I'm like, <laughs> this this is so exaggerated that I'm back on board again. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and uh, yeah, the from Beijing with love one. I checked in on the stream just as it was about to end, apparently, and I saw some crazy shit. I'm like, okay, uh, this looks fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll watch the list this and then totally don't know when I'll get around to it because there's still a couple of Stephen Chow movies I want to check out. 
But yeah, just like you and everyone else, when Shaolin Soccer came out, I watched it. I have barely any memory of it because mm -hmm. I don't know, that's like 20 years ago at this point. <laughs> so, you know, I, I yeah. had zero context as well back then. Like when Shaolin Soccer came out, it might have been the first Chinese language movie. Well, that's Mandarin or Cantonese probably, but uh, yeah. that I had ever seen. And I had no context for like the nonsensical humor. And there's also like the language barrier, which in, in comedy, if it has to be all physical for the language barrier to not be a thing. Hmm. But obviously like Stephen Chow movies, okay, they're physical comedy uh, for sure. But there's also, there, there's like language being used, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it feels like there's always being something lost there in translation yeah there was definitely like the, like there was also a lot of like references to movies mm -hmm. and stuff like there was jurassic park references <laughs> and like robocop and stuff yeah he does it in 60 and, million dollar man a lot as well like hollywood yeah. cinema references like a shit yeah but so, there was somebody in the chat that that was saying like like this scene is funny because the the name that that guy is saying is basically translated as shit <laughs> <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> and it was kind of like oh, i wouldn't have known that unless somebody told yeah, me <laughs> yeah 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 that happens a lot as well like when i watch like uh japanese comedy like a tv show or a movie or anime or whatever and then it happens like at least once per episode or per movie where i have to go to michelle okay see this is actually more funny <laughs> if you know what they just said because it's a pun but it it, yeah. does, it does not translate so <laughs> there's almost no point to yeah trying to re recreate puns it's yeah it's tough yeah yeah <laughs> from beijing with love 94 mm. like i wouldn't say it was like like you said it's it's hit and miss but there was definitely a lot of stuff that made me laugh mm -hmm. there's some good some good gags with like the the sort of james bond like guns and jokes and stuff mm -hmm. where like every every little tool is just like completely useless and <laughs> yeah. there's like a scene where a gun that a woman picks up his gun and goes to shoot it and it shoots backwards and hits her <laughs> and he's like that's just the gun that shoots out backwards first and then shoots forwards and she's of like course. you should have told me that <laughs> yeah so it's just very silly the classic classic <laughs> rifle yeah yeah so <laughs> worth worth watching for sure it was fun yeah i want to check it out but yeah there's so much i want to check out totally <laughs> so, what, what yeah. else is uh is on your recently uh, view? i I'll, I'll talk about the movie i watched today like okay. just fresh off the press um so today <laughs> i was like i want to watch some stupid shit <laughs> so i don't know how how i came to this but i think i know how you came to this do you well i think you have been in our screenings <laughs> oh, playing oh. the zombie ass trailer that's, a lot that's true <laughs> <laughs> i've just been like tormenting you all with the zombie ass trailer well i, yeah. I say tormenting but i i think that it's pretty funny i think that trailer is hilarious just to, like the yeah. narration of it just <laughs> yeah. uh look it up it's zombie ass toilet of the dead and there's yeah. a there's a trailer but you have to find the specific trailer like the title of the trailer is in japanese on youtube so unless you mm. find that one you will not find the correct one <laughs> it has like very spe specific narration like a yeah. japanese guy narrating in english but it's like barely audible and it's it's i don't know i just think yeah. it's very funny it's just funny. based on that trailer years years ago i i watched the zombie ass movie which you know what do, you, what do you think that movie's about? It's about farting zombies and uh, shit. Is makes sense. It's it's a lot. It's it's really a lot. Like back in the day when I watched it, I'm like, this this might just be too much for me. Like I don't know if I can appreciate this. It's uh, it's like a joke just stretched out into oblivion and like all oh, the shit. The shit stuff is it's becoming too much. You know, I was getting kind of a distaste. Uh, but today I was like, you know, that director uh who did zombie ass uh noboru iguchi he mm -hmm. did a, a bunch of other movies um one's called i think like the machine girl yeah i've seen that movie oh have you oh okay yeah uh, i have I no saw that in college or oh, something okay. or, or, <laughs> so, admit, or you know, when i just graduated college i moved to toronto oh yeah. okay because that sounds like a classic movie you would watch in college with buddies <laughs> you know let's yeah, watch this crazy I, japanese movie i think it might have even been at a toronto film festival oh, okay. in like 2008 like it after dark or something oh, i think when it, it just been. came out maybe yeah. yeah yeah okay 
I have not seen that one yet. Like the only Noboru Iguchi movie I had seen is uh, Zombie Ass. <laughs> Zombie Ass. Uh, yeah. Until today. And uh, what else is he have? He has like Robo Geisha and a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, I, I did a, a short in ABCs of Death. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's like, his shit is like very violent and juvenile. And mm-hmm. they're like horror action comedy sort of. But today I watched the one called Dead Sushi. And that sushi is, uh, it's it's basically a little monstrous movie, which really surprised me. You know, like I'm thinking like shit like Ghoulies, especially even to- yeah. tonally. It's 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 about killer pieces of sushi, and they're like you can hear them laughing. They're yucking it up, and they're <laughs> like uh, they're like talking in this these like cute little voices at times and they have they all have like teeth and they attack people it's it's like i said it's super juvenile but i thought this one was like legit funny there were like five or six moments where i really laughed out loud you know (laughs) so uh if you're in the mood for some stupid shit and your brain can handle it uh it's i feel like this movie might it it might really depend on your mood but Mm. I was in the like like I said I was in the mood for some stupid shit and it really hit the spot. It also has like cartoony sound effects added in post. I love those. Added in post. <laughs> There's like farts and like when people kiss, it's like <laughs> really really exaggerated. I'm like, oh my god, what is this stupid cartoon of a movie? Um, yeah, I feel like this. Yeah, this is again like a perfect party movie. You know, like like I just said, uh, the fact that you watch Machine Girl. Um, well, you didn't watch it in college, yeah. but it's such a, you know, get some people together in a room and, and watch mm-hmm. this over-the-top crazy movie about killer sushi. Uh, Sounds good to it's me. It's good. I had a lot of fun and I was not expecting it. I will say like my expe- expectations were low, but I just said, fuck it. I'm going to put this on. I'm in the mood for some stupid yeah. shit. The worst that can happen is I fall asleep <laughs> if mm-hmm. it's like boring and stretches. But no, it's it, it has a good pace. There's like good action. Uh, like yeah. the main girl, she, I believe she does like karate or something. Like she's done a bunch of like action movies like camera work as well pretty well done practical facts there's also like some shitty computer graphics in there but that can be fun too yeah i mean what what can you expect from a movie from like 2012 yeah exactly uh especially this kind of movie i don't know i I wasn't shocked that it was happening and i wasn't offended either i'm like you know this is still a low budget stupid horror movie Mm -hmm. so whatever there's enough practical uh effects in there to offset the shitty cg if you have a problem with that you know but it it just goes so over the top you don't even care anymore like there's like a scene i don't know uh don't listen to like skip 20 seconds out if you don't (laughs) want to listen to this because it's like a it's kind of a nutty moment but there's like two pieces of sushi having sex against a tree and (laughs) like the second after one of the sushis gives birth to a thousand little killer sushis (laughs) but that part is like cg the killer sushis yeah so okay welcome back if you didn't <laughs> listen to that part but it sounds funny <laughs> yeah i was like i don't know just constantly agape uh, those yeah. kind of things that were popping up on the movie i'm like okay i i see i'm gonna have to like reevaluate my opinion on iguchi and uh, yeah. so i'm gonna watch a couple more and see how it how the scales eventually why not yeah totally land yeah that's what you gotta do <laughs> yeah yeah good times <laughs> yeah what about you? You got um, anything else? So I, I got two more I'm going to blow through back to back real quick because I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about them. But I, I, mm. I watched them both because recently uh, I have been watching a lot of the YouTube show um, created by the um, Scarecrow video from Seattle, Washington. Oh, yeah. They, they have got a YouTube channel. They They have a show called Viva Physical Media where two of their employees, Kevin and Emily, they're both on Letterboxd, mm-hmm. um, just kind of talk about like movies they've been watching mm-hmm. and, and releases and stuff. Yeah, and sort of what they, we're they, doing here. <laughs> yeah, and, and they also have a sec- uh, they have sections where sometimes people come and do like a little video sort of insert of their, you know, picks, and oh, then they okay. also watch um, dog movies as well. So <laughs> first off, they're... They, they did a little insert by somebody who I can't remember the name of, but they were talking about movies that take place in Seattle. Mm. And they mentioned that there's a Bo Bridges movie called Seven Hours to Judgment oh, from 1988 that's how it came that to takes that. place in Seattle. Oh. And um, it sounded interesting, so I, mm-hmm. I, I watched it. 
and it's about this uh it's about Bo Bridges who plays a judge and and he lets like these gang members off uh because there's not enough evidence to convict them of a murder mm. and they murdered this woman and her husband Ron Liebman is this like local eccentric electronic store owner <laughs> classic yeah um, we all know a guy like that yeah who is so upset that he kidnaps Bo Bridges and says, if you don't get enough evidence to to put these people away in seven hours, then I'm going to kill your wife. And so Reasonable. the movie is like a, yeah, the movie is like a one night. He's running through the city, you know, Ooh, trying to get okay. trying to get this stuff in the over the course of seven hours that culminates in a climax at like a warehouse where Ron Liebman has like home alone did up with like traps that he's controlling with a video oh, game the and... video game stuff yeah you showed that yeah oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It, i i really had a lot of fun with this movie and it sounds good bow bridges directed it and it's actually really well directed mm. um but it definitely takes a minute to get going it kind of feels like this is just going to be a kind of legal thriller okay and then it kind of go and then it kind of goes unhinged nice so that was that was good. And then, as I mentioned on the Scarecrow video, Viva Physical Media Show, they watch dog movies. <laughs> and one of the early ones they did has become kind of a joke on the show, and it's Bingo from 1991. Yeah. <laughs> and I had, I, I swear I saw this when I was a kid. Okay. But I have no memory of it. I didn't, I'm sure I rented it. Um, but this, so if, if you know Bingo, you probably know it because the cover is a dog B with sunglasses. <laughs> yeah yeah i know yeah. i know the cover yeah for sure but i have never seen it i'm I'm fairly sure i have never yeah. seen this movie oh man this movie <laughs> is so, i i'm debating going back and just giving it five stars because it's <laughs> do it it's it's crazy it's so cartoonish it's directed by matthew robbins i saw who that, did yeah. batteries not included yeah. legend of billy jean uh dragon slayer and corvette summer and what, what was his last movie was it bingo <laughs> I think it might have been Bingo. Yeah, that that because, sounds uh, like it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it was Bingo. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it went out on top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to check yeah. this out. It, it, so it's basically Bingo is a circus dog, is run out of the circus at the beginning of the movie, um, has a traumatic uh, background with fire, so constantly, not constantly, but has a few flashbacks to like fi a fire-like thing. where so So there's dog flashbacks <laughs> um, perfect yeah and and so meets up with this kid chucky and and sort of saves chucky from dying but then his family won't let him have the dog and they move away and so the rest of the movie is like bingo trying to get back to his owner but it's so heightened cartoon reality <laughs> like like the, the when he saves the kid the kid is like drowning mm. and bingo pulls him out of the water uh takes his wet clothes and hangs it up on a line that he has somehow also strung up <laughs> pitches oh. a tent and <laughs> and like it's like the stuff this dog does in this movie is fucking outrageous but, but how 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 do they pull this off how do they they, they don't really it? show it oh. they don't they just oh. show that this is this is what he has done oh, okay so there's like no fake dog dog balls being no operated. but they, but they, there are sometimes in other scenes like there is a scene where bingo gets in a truck and sits in the driver's seat and drives it like a human being and <laughs> like a real dog like a real dog oh, like shit. it's it, there is also a scene in this movie where he, where Bingo ends up in court and is sworn in as a witness by the court, and they're like, "Do you swear to tell the whole truth?" And then he barks, and that's a yes. And and then what? Uh, and then he like is giving giving a testimony, like how <laughs> barking. Oh my, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's like some Ron Burgundy talking to your dog it's, shit. <laughs> I swear it is hilarious. Yeah, it, I, need to, I was very entertained. Yeah, I need to see this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot. There's there's quite a bit going on in this movie. It's and uh, I mean Bingo the What's dog his name itself on? is that he's Bingo is his name. Oh, <laughs> nice, good good dog actor. Good, fun to watch, but yeah, just uh, a real this good is, boy. Yeah, unhinged. <laughs> yeah, like I'm instantly just reminded of Chomps, uh, another 
Crab Buddies yeah. classic. That, Chom- that, Chomps That I feel o- only the two of us were around when we watched yeah. it because I don't know anyone else has seen it. <laughs> yeah, mm. Ch- Chomps is great. If you liked Chomps, you might like Bingo. There's less like in Chomps, there was like the dog jumps onto the side of a car and the car flips over. That stuff was really awesome. Mm. There's not a lot like that, yeah. but yeah, Bingo, I... <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, I can tell, man. Going yeah. like consider it, uh, considering five stars. Uh, yeah, I need to get to this it's just, ASAP. It's one of those things. It's like it's like stuck in your head now. Yeah, and it's like so weird, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like being made for kids, but there's stuff where like they're shooting guns at the dog, and like there's all this like bizarre humor. Like the the kid's dad is like a football player and the whole movie he's like obsessed with his feet and he's like don't step on my feet and like he's taking his like sock off and putting his foot on the dinner table and stuff it's like (laughs) just really like all this like sort of like weird unhinged comedy like unchecked you know Mm -hmm. children's movie (laughs) logic i love that (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's good damn bingo (laughs) yeah yeah i'd seen the so check out bingo i'd seen the cover a couple of times but i i didn't know it was this i thought it was just you know (laughs) Just another dog movie. Like I'm not yeah, dissing just another dog movie, crazy. but man, if it's this, <laughs> sounds like a treasure. Maybe I'm overselling it. I don't nah, want to oversell it, but nah. yeah, you're allowed to. You know, yeah. you're excited about the movie, so yeah. oversell it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Mm. Anything else from you? What? Any final movies? Uh, I mean, there's a couple I can still talk about. I feel um, I I I sort of ended my Gamera journey. I yeah I, I I watched um Gamera the Brave which is the only like 2000s era Gamera movie I didn't much care for that one it was kind of uh I don't know sort of stale to me it was cute but they spend a lot of time on like this tiny turtle who grows larger and larger and that's like the first hour of this I don't know like 90 100 minute movie and then the the kaiju action sort of kicks in, but yeah, it, it just misses to me what makes '60s Gamera especially great, which is just this willingness to get weird with it, um, mm. just have like crazy high concept stuff, not just rely on like basic um, kaiju action. Uh, and speaking of like '60s Gamera, one I had not seen yet either, uh, but now I have that like huge arrow camera uh, box set is the 66 or 65 i think 66 camera versus bar uh, barugon yeah um, and i've seen this but i've oh. only seen the mystery science theater version oh okay yeah so it's like a crusty like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. full screen and then you know the jokes and stuff so like i feel like i've i'm i'm usually watching those just for the jokes and i'm not paying attention oh. to the movie as much yeah i remember barugan spins around like a top at the beginning and like bounces off into things uh that might <laughs> or is that camera that's that just like that. camera because that's just like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sig- signature move just like the spinning with the yeah, rockets yeah. flying out of his limb holes Our, yeah <laughs> limbs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like there's like a dam and he yeah, like smashes exactly. into a dam. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah good stuff yeah that's the thing like you've only seen the like mst 3k versions and i've never seen mst 3k i didn't grow up with it it wasn't available Mm. where i grew up so i never had that kind of exposure i'm sure sure like uh it has like i don't know i can see why people like that stuff but i have just no exposure and when i i I think it gets a little bit of a of a bad rep mm. because it has inspired so many people to be assholes Riffers, and yeah. yell things at yeah, screen. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, uh, I, I feel like it's always been easy for me to disassociate between, like, the riffing and the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, like I watch Gamera versus Barragon on there, and I'm not like, ha-ha, this movie sucks. I'm, I'm more just watching it because, like, their jokes are usually, like, really, yeah, you know, yeah. reference-heavy and densely yeah, written yeah, yeah, and very, yeah. like... I like the the jokes and so there's definitely been times where like I've watched movies that were on the show on their own and I was like oh I actually really like this movie yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, so yeah. I've never been mad about like how could they you know like <laughs> make fun of a movie <laughs> Yeah no I get that like I'm and I'm definitely not mad but there's also with, with the Gamera movies especially like the 60s ones there's this uh common misconception that they're not good 
like they have low ratings everywhere like it's like 2.5 era or even lower on yeah. letterbox and i think that that has must have something to do with yeah because they yeah. they covered all exactly. the gamera yeah. early you know and so there's a there's got to be a whole generation of people who their memories of gamera were like Oh, this is bad, terrible bad. movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they think it's bad, bad, but actually it's good, good. <laughs> you know, so uh, which which kind of I don't know that that sort of takes me off. I'm like, man, Justice for Gamera. These movies are yeah. so much fun, and I'm glad that Arrow put out this set that people can just like watch them on their own and in the best possible quality. The the transfers look amazing. So yeah, but this Gamera vs. Butterglum ended up being like one of my favorites even because uh, it's like it's pretty early Gamera it's basically the second Gamera movie and the second the first two are still fairly serious like from the third one on they become very like kids movies more but this second one is still in the realm of this is like a serious kaiju movie I thought that it, it was just like really well done. Even the, the 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 human story, it's about these guys who go to this island to dig up uh, a treasure that was left there during the war, and but the treasure they bring back ends up being an egg, an egg that basically is Baragon, and then it grows big, and yeah, you know what happens. Uh, and, yeah. and, and there's there's basically not a lot of camera in this movie even. There's like maybe 20 minutes in a 100-minute movie of Gamera, but I ended up not even caring because like Baragon is a pretty cool and cute monster. It's like like the design itself isn't like incredible, but he has this like Yoshi tongue <laughs> that he like <laughs> uh, uses to knock over skyscrapers and stuff, and then he shoots like these explosive rainbows out of his yeah, like yeah. back. Which is, uh, Sweet. that's that's cool to see in HD, you know, it's like yeah. colorful and some good destruction and yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I, I was shocked at how much I liked it. So, you know, that's another great camera movie and, I, and now I've seen all of them. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with camera. I, I came in. Every at, single, like the original and the new ones, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah all new, of them. Yeah, Absolutely okay. all of them. Uh, nice. I came in late, but I'm, I'm a huge Fan now, nice. So. I, yeah. Do they still sell that camera set? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> oh, idea. Oh man, I'm start now. I'm starting to get tempted to be like, <laughs> I really should w approach these and just get those amazing editions. They're just and... such fun. These movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I highly recommend. Like, if if they still sell that set, and if they don't, they will probably reissue them, but not in that set. That said, is like if it's if it's gone, it's gone. But you will be able to get the camera movies like separately, or like maybe even now. I don't know. I haven't like checked the the Arrow shop recently. But that's that's mm -hmm. sort of the trend of what they do. First, they have like these limited edition boxes, and then, but sometimes these boxes come back. I've noticed because there's like uh, Arrow have has a Vincent Price box, and for the longest time you could only get them separately, but then. I don't know, like half a year ago, I noticed that the set just popped up again on sale on their shop. So I'm yeah. like, do they still have them then? Did they just make new ones? I, I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't it limited? But, you know, that's good, I guess. Yeah. yeah. If, if you still want that set, that's that's great. But that Gamera set, like, that's such a huge thing. It feels expensive for them to make. I, I, I can, yeah. I don't know if they'll bring that back if it's if it's gone. I think they might still be selling um, them broken out, but not the complete oh, okay. one, okay. like the two eras. I think they might still be selling them that way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That rings a bell. Yeah, might have seen that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Get some camera. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a a clean hour. Do you wanna? You want to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm done though. I'm, I'm, All I'm right. sweating even more than at the start. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. I need, I need <laughs> well, a shower. If you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet at us or go find us on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Back Row Cineblog at all of those places. You can find myself on Letterboxd. You can type in Dan Gorman or YCKMD, and you'll find me there. And Carlo is also there, I believe. Can you just type in Carlo and you'll find you? Type tar Carlo twice. 
yeah and then you Carl woke that's that's the the, the magic it's yeah. like saying candy man five times <laughs> type it twice yeah, and you'll type carlo twice and you'll find me <laughs> yeah and he'll come and tell you to watch breaking two <laughs> <laughs> hell yes <laughs> yeah or uh isn't it aren't you letterbox.com slash psycho pike yeah yeah that's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> my uh my yeah. url is greatest canadian killer fish movie <laughs> in the history yeah yeah or you can also go to uh patreon.com uh we are on there as well back row uh, back-road.com you can find the link to the patreon on the website as well and get our podcasts a week early but otherwise we'll see you next time on cream of the crud and uh we don't have a sign off yet so email us at backrowcineblog at gmail.com and tell us what our sign-off should be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye.